Welcome to the Colorful Clipboard, where we discuss the building blocks of making dough in childcare. I'm Kate. And I'm Carrie. So today we're going to try something a little different. A Texas director does a director credentialing course. And today we are going to do a Zoom call that we are also going to share on our podcast. So hopefully this works out. And with that, today's topic is going to be identifying monkeys. So if you have never taken a director course with us, this is one of our first topics. And so when we're editing the video, this will all be taken out (laughs) as I'm rambling. So today's topic is going to be identifying monkeys. And it's the first part of a two-part monkey management discussion. So Carrie, when you hear us talk about it's not my monkey, Uh, What is the first thing that comes to mind for you? Well, um, I definitely think about the fact that this is an old saying from uh, Eastern Europe saying, not my monkey, not my circus. And it is part of time management. The people bring you monkeys all the time. They bring you things that they want you to do. There are things that licensing wants you to do. There are things that parents want you to do. There's things that your employees want you to do. There's things that your bookkeeper wants you to do, things your lawyer wants to do. These are all monkeys. So the lawyer is saying, oh, you need to update your parent handbook to cover uh, pandemics. That would be a monkey that your lawyer just gave you. Um, Those kinds of things are all monkeys and there are thousands of monkeys in every director's week. (laughs) I think probably thousands is not overselling it at all because we have the things that we decide we have to do and we have the things other people decide we have to do. Oh, what a great point. So when we often think about just delegating and we talk about how to delegate things, sometimes we're delegating monkeys. Would that be a fair way to describe that? Okay. Absolutely. One of the very early on uh, articles I read when I first started in working in business, specifically with small businesses, was a uh, article out of the Harvard Business Review that was titled, Not My Monkey. Which is the number one most downloaded article off the Harvard Business Review. Yes, the number one most popular article. <laughs> it's not just us. We're not the only ones. We are not the only ones. There's even uh, Not My Monkey in the One Minute Manager. So there's a lot of folks that have pulled this article uh, and have used it. We've tweaked the article uh, in the textbook. So in the textbook, you can actually read the article as we've tweaked it to apply for directors because we really felt like you needed to understand the basics of it's not my monkey. (laughs) So um, as we start to explore not my monkey, um, Carrie gave you some examples of all the different things that people can give you as a monkey. Um, I think it's worth kind of maybe thinking about, let's just look at the monkeys that happen first thing in the morning, Carrie. So, well, there's the 3 a.m. monkey that calls you and says, oh, I don't feel well, I'm not coming to work, Uh or texts you at 3 a.m. So that's the first monkey. The first monkey is somebody saying, I can't come to work, so you now need to manage my classroom. You need to find a substitute. 
you need to go in there yourself, whatever. That's the first monkey. And a lot of centers that happens multiple days during the week. So first monkey is making sure you have teachers in every classroom. That's, yeah, I'm not sure I like that monkey. <laughs> it's not a cute monkey. It is not a cute monkey. It's a poop throwing monkey. It's not one of the cute ones. Um, the next one is probably um, the morning walkthrough that you have at your center, right? And as you're doing the morning walkthrough, this is your monkey. You do the morning walkthrough. And as you're walking, monkeys are just kind of attacking you oh, <laughs> in every class. <laughs> So it, it's, it's the zoo. Okay, so it's the morning zoo. Right, and so you go by one classroom and they're like, oh, I'm out of this color construction paper, or I need googly eyes, or can you watch my classroom for five minutes while I go to the bathroom? Or, oh, I noticed these three things are broken on the playground. Could you go out and get them and remove them from the playground? Or, um, oh, I just got notice from a parent. A parent just told me that their child is now gluten-free. So can you tell the kitchen that I need gluten-free snacks in my classroom from now on? Um, what are some other monkeys that people have thrown at you at the morning walkthrough, Kate? Well, so to me, it even happens even before the morning walkthrough. Um, I loved your 3 a.m. example, but I think of the parents that, I mean, the number of parents that have dropped off their kids to me in you know, without their shoes on, still in their pajamas, sometimes having not even eaten breakfast, you know, here, can you give my kid this Pop-Tart and put his clothes on him? <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, I don't have time to feed your child breakfast and get them dressed because chances are, if I'm taking your kid, that means I'm in a classroom, right? So I'm already doing that. Um, right now, um, there's also the scenarios when we're uh, having to do a whole bunch of monkeys that were given to us by law. So uh, first thing in the morning, you're looking for um, appropriate um, well equipment and you're taking temperatures and you're signing people in and you're also finding out if anybody has any medication. And of course, let's not forget, has people paid their bill? Like, that to me is the monkey I'm the most concerned about. Um, or have you shown up and tried to sneak your child in and you're behind? So, you know, before your day um, starts, uh, and if you've got a spouse or kids at home, uh, chances are you were probably given a couple of monkeys. Uh, some you might have actually taken, like, you know, feeding your child breakfast or getting them lunch ready. Um, you might have a spouse who also needs some help with something in the morning. So um, as a director, uh, as you can tell, before 9 a.m., you could have had monkeys already handed to you from probably close to a dozen people. Yeah. Um, and there's also the sort of long-term monkey management of, again, a lot of those are licensing related or other regulatory agencies related, like... Uh, did your staff get the amount of training that they're supposed to get? That should be your staff member's monkey because in order to keep the job, they have to get the training, but we all know reality. We all know that that's really going to be the director's monkey because the staff are focusing on the kids. They're not focusing on their professional responsibilities to make sure that they get their training. Um, making sure that the 
refrigerator temperature checks are done, making sure that the smoke detector checks are done, making sure that you're doing the monthly fire drills. There are so many monkeys. But let's think about some of those monkeys. So you've brought up some great examples of monkeys that we've talked before about delegating. So um, I know we had originally talked about identifying monkeys, but this might be a great segue to kind of talk a little bit about um, identifying a monkey that only you can manage versus a monkey that you can delegate. So I would think that um, at least temperature checks is a good example, temperature checks of your refrigerator is a good example of a temperature or a, a monkey that can be delegated. Who would you delegate that to, Carrie? Well, it depends on how many refrigerators you have. So whoever's in your infant classroom, they should be doing the temperature check in that one. And whoever's in charge of your kitchen, can that can be their monkey. It's your monkey to make sure they took care of their monkey. <laughs> so, but you can create systems, you should create systems and forms so that all you have to do is look at the form and yes, the monthly safety check has been done related to the kitchen, related to the refrigerator. Um, so if you have a kitchen manager or you have a teacher who is in charge of doing the end of day tidying in the kitchen, that person would be the person who checks the temperature in there. Okay. So um, as we explore uh, time management and delegating and we're talking about monkeys, it's great to understand that you aren't expected as a director to do everything. So um, one of the things that you need to make sure when you're delegating is you're clear that this is, I'm giving you the monkey. Um, this is how you feed the monkey. In other words, this is how you do it. And this is when I need the monkey fed. Because uh, what happens if you aren't real clear, Carrie? Well, monkeys that are left unattended get mad. <laughs> unattended monkeys throw poop. Unattended monkeys attack other monkeys. They get bigger because they're just eating whatever they want. It's not a good thing. Unattended monkeys are not your friend. So you need to let people make sure that somebody knows they're in charge of a monkey because monkeys running amok in your program makes everybody uncomfortable. Well, that happened exactly. I mean, a muck is a great way to word that because if the monkeys, if you've thought you've given the monkey and nobody knows that they've given the monkey, nobody's taking care of that monkey, right? So something's going to go wrong. And um, sometimes it can be something minor, like not having the right school supplies, right? So not having the right construction paper may not be the end of the world. Um, However, there are some other monkeys that you've shared already as an example today, um, food allergies. Uh, you have to be paying attention to the food allergies, right? I mean, if you give a child something that they're not supposed to eat, um, you've now created a dozen monkeys for yourself. Yeah. Well, and so if the teacher was who was given the monkey by the parent, First off, that was inappropriate monkey handoff because Absolutely. the teacher should not have gotten that monkey. The director or whoever's in charge of your files should have gotten that monkey. So now the director has to take the monkey from the teacher, yank it out of their hands, and they have to then go to the office 
and call that parent and say, if your child has a food allergy or a food intolerance, I need a note from a doctor so that I can put it in your child's file so that I'm in compliance with licensing and with the health department. And I need that. And I also, if it's an allergy, I need the allergy action plan. What do we do if your child accidentally gets something because they reached across and they stole somebody else's Cheerios who are not, you know, that don't meet whatever the criteria was. The one I gave was gluten intolerance. So that's not an allergy, but what's going to happen? I need to know <laughs> what we need to be prepared for. So you take the monkey from the teacher that they thought was not a big deal monkey, but it is a big deal monkey. It's an orangutan. This is not one of those cute little tamarind monkeys. Right. And it's a monkey that actually has lots of different responsibilities because you have all of the licensing components. But if you have kitchen staff, now your kitchen staff are going to be given some responsibility of the monkey after. So after you, the director, has verified all of the parameters for that monkey, what, how it needs to be taken care of, you're now going to give it away again <laughs> to yep. um, now to somebody else and everything that goes with that. So having that child's picture next to the allergy, um, you know, what it is that they are allergic to and how it's treated and everything that has to happen in the kitchen process um, is now. So documents have to be created that are going to go in the kitchen. Documents have to be created that are going to go in the classroom. And then this is no longer your monkey. It's the teacher's monkey again, and it's the kitchen staff's monkey. No longer the director's monkey. You've handled it. Not my monkey anymore. Yay! Very rarely, <laughs> yay! Very rarely do I suggest that you chase a monkey. So in this case, you're not chasing it. It's just right there, and you're taking it. But so what, would what would be a monkey you might chase? A monkey that you might chase. Oh. I might chase a monkey about um, helping a family who's having, like, they've had layoffs or they've had something significant happen to their finances, and they don't know how to get uh, funding for their childcare. So I might chase that monkey. I might, I might chase them down and say, have you heard of the childcare block grant funding? In Texas, we have a tendency to call that CCS or CCMS. And if they say no, then I'm going to chase them down and I'm going to get them that paperwork. And then there may be other um, childcare subsidies that they might be eligible for in your county or your city or whatever. So that's a monkey I might chase. But there's a lot of monkeys that I've seen other directors chase that I think are a really bad idea. Like um, a staff member comes in and they just want to vent for a couple of minutes and they say, um, oh, I, I'm really worried about my sister. I think she might be in an abusive relationship and I just, I don't know what to do. So you sit there for a couple of minutes and let her vent. And the director then wants to get all kinds of resources for the sister of the staff member. Well, nobody asked you to, do that <laughs> and they just needed to vent they just needed to talk to somebody and they needed you to know why they might be a little distracted today that's all they asked for so don't so, chase that monkey but that's it but you brought up a great point though in twofold one 
when they start venting, it's probably worth verifying that that's what they're needing, right? So, um, and I do this even with both uh, my teenage and young adult children, even my husband, when they start with that whole vent process, I have to stop and really ask them, so are you wanting me to listen? Um, are you wanting my advice? <laughs> do you need me to do something so that I know how to help you? And so sometimes it might be really important for you to try to verify that. Um, another thing that I thought was really interesting that I often think about when we start talking about staff trying, um, directors trying to take monkeys from staff. Uh, one of the things that directors need to think about is their office space. So if you have a chair or two right in front of your desk, um, you're asking for people to come in and sit down and chat with you. And Especially if it's really comfortable chair. <laughs> Don't have comfy chairs for your guests. Well, I mean, there's nothing wrong with having a couple of chairs lined up right by the wall. In other words, they don't have to be in front of your desk. People can pull them over. And if somebody has to pull the chair to be in front of you for a conversation, uh, A, it's a little more obvious to you that you're allowing them to do that um, versus somebody just kind of coming in and plopping down. Um, I personally, if I've got the space, uh, like an office that's got a table and chairs, um, and then only a chair by the, the director's desk so that it gives me an opportunity to, I have to physically get up to go engage in a face-to-face -face conversation with them. So um, it is definitely something that as a director, you probably need to think about and probably never really have because almost every television version of an office is a desk with two chairs on the other side. So... Um, Which is not conducive to you being able to manage your time. And if people see a place to sit down, they're going to sit down and their monkeys are going to just start falling off of their shoulders and onto your desk. And you don't have time for all of that stuff. You don't have time for it. Monkeys just fall off of people when they sit down at your desk. Yes. It's ridiculous. So um, the last point uh, of uh, kind of our abbreviated version of monkey management today uh, might be making sure that if you need uninterrupted time that you lock your office or at least shut the door, um, put up a sign because if it's a time that you need to be able to focus and concentrate, uh, maybe you're handling money, make, maybe you're making private phone calls, uh, whatever might be going on, uh, give yourself the opportunity and the respect by um, kind of closing your door and letting people know. Yeah, uh, and, and letting people know is a big part of that. Yeah, conveying to your staff that if this thing happens, then you can't open my door. So some programs, the director's door is closed all the time. Sometimes it's mostly open, whatever. If you have a program where it's mostly closed and people are used to just walking in, then you may need to have a door hanger that says do not disturb, sort of like you would have at a hotel. Um, or a sign that you post on the door that's attractive that says, you know, confidential meeting in progress or something like that. Or maybe you have a window in your office that looks out into the hallway or into a classroom. If you've closed the blinds, maybe that's what you convey to your staff. That means uh, don't bother me. <laughs> I, 
I'm doing stuff. I'm handling monkeys that are tricky, that are confidential. Um, you can't come in. And I'm going to give you permission right now. This is permission to do that when you just need five minutes of peace and quiet. You can light a candle. You can listen to Enya. You can listen to beatboxing. I don't care. If you just need to close your eyes for five minutes and not be listening to anybody else talk about their monkeys, that is an appropriate use of the privacy signal <laughs> to your staff. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining us and we look forward to talking to y'all next week. Thank you for listening to Colorful Clipboards. Connect with us on social media at Colorful Clipboard or send us an email to hello at Colorful Clipboards. Send us your voicemail with your own questions and stories. If you want to keep learning with us, visit Texas Director, where we continue to have seminars, licensing, programs, and more. This show has been made by me, Carrie Casey, and Kate Young with assistance from Hallie Casey and Marie Young. If you learned something today, share the show.